listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Closer. We, well, which way do you want to go? You have to have your right legs open. You know what? Fine. Here. Oh, you happy Whoa. now? All right. All right. Yeah. Good. We're locked That's in. Fine. It's a little close. It's very close. That's what you wanted, right? Guys. Good. Now look at each other. You need to look at each other in the eyes. There, you see, that wasn't so hard. Wait, what are you doing? Are you having a staring contest? Just blink, sweet Jesus. Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode 62. We are joined by Deontay Epps of the Duo Sports and Stuff Podcast. Deontay, how's it going, man? I'm doing good. It's going well, man. Happy to be here. Happy to be joined by national champions. And national so, champions and national know? champions only. Yes, that, 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 that's all it is, man. But yeah, thank you guys for having me on, man. Really appreciate it. Not a problem, man. Uh, Tej will be joining us here in a little bit. So if you don't hear him off the jump, uh, he will be joining us uh, down the road. He's doing big boy lawyer stuff, apparently. So too good for us. Um, this week, we are talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the Disney Plus banger, if you will. But first of all, Dex, how we doing? You, uh, you had yourself a time and a half tonight. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I am several sheets to the wind at this point. Um, you know, went out to a Brazilian steakhouse for the first time in my life. If you've ever been to a Brazilian steakhouse, you know the vibes. I am floating and meat sweating and I am drunk. It, it's just a, a great time. Just a wonderful time. So this is going to be an interesting, interesting review. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Let's go ahead and read these reviews. Uh, of course, this was the second Marvel Disney Plus show to drop um is 2021 series rated tv 14 actually so a little bit more mature for disney plus if you will for the mouse uh has a 7.6 on imdb following the events of the avengers in game sam wilson otherwise known as falcon and bucky barnes otherwise known as the winter soldier team up in a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience okay um of course, it stars Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, Wyatt Russell as John Walker, uh, a kind of a newcomer, Aaron Kellyman. She's been in some things as sort of the main villain, uh, Carly Morgenthau. And then Daniel Brühl uh, comes back as Baron Zemo. Of course, you got Emily Van Camp and Sharon Carter um, and so on. And so Georgia St. Pierre is in this show also. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, UFC uh, legend, George St. Pierre, yeah. for whatever reason. <laughs> so um, this has kind of lesser reviews than than uh, WandaVision. It has, it's still highly rated on, on IMD, or on Rotten Tomatoes, 88% from uh, critics on, on Rotten Tomatoes, but a 73% from from viewers so the viewers i think didn't land of course has probably been review bombed by people being like it's too woke 
Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. We'll get into yeah. that. Here a little bit. <laughs> um, but the critics seem to like it. I liked uh, the message that it had in it. But you know, let's let's break it down. We have a uh, we have a lot to get to when we're breaking down a series. Luckily, it's uh, shorter. It's six episodes short and so it's shorter than wandavision so hopefully we can kind of go beat by beat uh deontay what we do is give it a quick review and give it a letter grade so go ahead overall series what you think about it and give it at a letter grade as a whole like you kind of mentioned it before man i i enjoyed it um the of course there are going to be some people that say certain things about uh not having my politics and something that I, that I enjoy and my entertainment but I mean, that's that's the world we're living in today. And so overall, I think the message of the show and what it was trying to convey was um, was appropriate. And I feel like, you know, it's Disney. So you're going to have or should I say Marvel as well? They're going to have those moments where you're like, OK, I see what y'all trying to do, kind of pushing a certain agenda. But um, for the most part, man, I'm just happy to have content. Like after right, everything that, right. yeah, man, like what everything we've been through the past year, over a year, and theaters shutting down and not having any kind of entertainment. Uh, I, I'm, I'm honestly gonna be happy with anything they drop. Of course, I'll have some gripes here and there, but man, it's it's MCU, it's it's the mouse, it's Disney. So uh, I, I'm, I'm going to give it overall, though. I'll give it a B plus. There are some gripes, and I know we'll probably get into it a little bit, but I'm going to give it a B plus, man. It's kind of where we're – I feel like that's kind of where we're at. But, Dex, I think you liked it. You ended up liking it more and more as time went on. For sure. I uh, At first, I was like, mm, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> it ain't WandaVision. Because, like, yeah. WandaVision, like – Nobody expected WandaVision to be as good as it was. We were all kind of like Wanda and Vision are both whack. Like it's not <laughs> side it's not characters. Be good. Yeah. yeah, we don't we don't really like them. They were the worst part of Infinity War or whatever. And then Marvel kind of like kind of shifted the game a little bit by doing like the the sitcom like homages and all that kind of stuff for each week and kind of kind of building on that and kind of doing this really experimental thing. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier was kind of like a throwback, like regular MCU stuff. Like mm-hmm. you got your like spy shit and you yeah. got like Baron Zemo's back and Sharon Carter's back and all this other stuff. Like it felt more like traditional MCU what we're stuff used to. Yeah. that we're used to. Yeah. And so at first I was kind of like, I mean, I, I watch it every week, but like, whatever. I'm just watching it because it's part of the MCU. Like, I don't really care. Like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I like their like little buddy like cop comedy thing that they do but like i don't i don't really care where the story is going and then like halfway through like three episodes in they turn this shit yeah all the way up <laughs> and mm-hmm. i was like okay i'm on board like i need to watch this every single week like like i was watching wandavision like waking up early friday morning to watch it before the spoilers drop all that kind of yep. stuff so you know, they, they definitely got me as it went on. I wish it was longer than six episodes. The finale was a little uneven. That's the word I keep using. Cause like there are parts of it that I was like, this is so dope. Like, I love this. And there are parts of it. So I was like, mm, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it and I'm glad that it happened. It definitely made me, it made me like Falcon becoming Captain America way more than I did watching Endgame watching Endgame, I was like, okay, that's cool. But, yeah. you know, after watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, he's Captain America. Let's go. <laughs> but, yeah. 
overall, yeah, I think I'm right with you. Like a B plus, A minus territory. I'd probably give it a B plus, like soft A minus. Mm-hmm. I think we're all on the same page. I give it a B plus too, just because it's really uneven at parts, like you were saying, Dex. Um, I mean, it is. It, it like it did make me care more about characters that were really tertiary. Uh, of course, Bucky was pretty much the focus of two movies, basically, uh, in his relationship with Captain America. Now, I do think I think Anthony Mackie and and uh, Sebastian Stan have an incredible rapport. Um, Facts. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I think their I think their I think their chemistry is off the charts. Now they didn't play on that as much as I would have liked. I mean, it, there was some times where there's banter back and forth, but it it wasn't the comedy that you saw in in um, Captain America and the and uh, the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was more of them actually having meaningful conversations. I still think their rapport was really good. Um, it, it did make you more accepting of of Falcon as becoming Captain America and almost to the detriment of, I feel like the Bucky Barnes character, I wish he had a little bit more to do later on in the series, but it is a, it is a Captain America story. And it's a story of, let's be honest, a black Captain America and yeah. how it was dealt with that. And I thought that was, I thought that was really interesting. And it's something, it's a territory that, Say what you will, Marvel has not delved into that very much. Yeah, as not he- at all. Yeah, as heavy-handed, obviously, as they did with with this. And you know, we interrupt <laughs> we interrupt this episode for a message from Falcon. So it was just kind of mm-hmm. some of the some of that, but it was also very well done and in a, a story that needed to be told. And I love the um the the integration of of well, I the other the black super soldier that story was Isaiah lost to the, yeah, yeah. that story was lost to the world and um i really enjoyed everybody hated him and that was good i really enjoyed john walker i thought <laughs> i thought his character was great um, yeah. just because everyone hated him that was the part that was the point exactly and and dane and i my co-host he we talked about it you know throughout the series like that's what makes him so great like if everybody else hates you in real life like mm-hmm. you're doing something right with the character and so yeah the, yeah I yeah, thought, like I thought when we all we all hated Joffrey in Game of Thrones. It's like, yeah, yes, that actor's exactly. killing it. <laughs> exactly. Because we think this dude is the worst person in the world. Like, yeah. And he'll never be anything other than Joffrey. Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I like Wyatt Russell. His his looks kind of weird because he's just two seconds away from being his dad, but he's not. <laughs> it's just a weird sort of uncanny valley with Wyatt Russell. But um yeah, I thought he was great. I, I don't like how they finished off his character because they had he, like they almost turned him in. You know, spoiler for this 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 whole thing is spoilers, by the way. They hey, they should know by now. Yeah, it's been it's it's been out. It's been done yeah, for a week. You, if you're listening to this podcast about Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier, you've seen that shit. Like, yeah, you, you know. Um, but but he was the going to be some like he had this really evil streak in that fight in uh episode five when he almost kills falcon and he like throws bucky through like a steel beam and like he's screaming bloody murder and stuff like that i was like oh they made this dude evil evil like i thought they were gonna like turn that on its head and then they kind of come back and he's like helping them at the very end and like they're high-fiving bucky and he's doing abraham little quips back and forth yeah yeah yeah. it was kind of yeah kind of weird uh definitely seeing him 
I, I thought it would be more consequence for him when he killed that uh, flag smash. By the way, man, I'm sorry. The flag smashers were trash, man. I, really? I, I, <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't understand. I mean, I guess I understand the, the motive of what they were trying to accomplish, but I felt like every episode she was like, Carly was repeating like the same stuff, like, uh, I understand. One world. Yeah, one, one, one world, one people. Okay. And then it was like a part where she was just saying, or the part in the finale where she was like, I don't want to kill anybody that doesn't matter. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't know. Some of the quips were weird, but I, I didn't like the flash flag smashers. But overall, man, it, it, it was cool. I liked her character. I wish they could have made Zemo actually the, uh, yeah. the villain. And, and there was parts where you felt like they were going to, but they just never really did. And that, I think that sets up stuff for down the road, like the the Dark Avengers and what have you. Like they're obviously doing that with uh, with Wyatt Russell's character at the very end. They make him mm-hmm. U.S. agent. But um, I think the first few, the first two episodes, like you were saying, Dex, are very slow, slow, slow build. And there's a couple like the opening set piece with Falcon where he's going around in the chopper and everything. That's really cool. And that's cool to see in a TV series too, because it's just like action budget or incredibly uh, high production value. For yes. A streaming. So, Thanks. And, and so there's points there and there's the fight with the super soldiers at the very beginning with, uh, with all of them, but it's mostly, it's like Bucky goes to therapy. Like it's, <laughs> that's what it is. Or like we, like Falcon argues about money. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of an interesting broke vengers. <laughs> yeah, broke boy Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> he's just he's like flying to Asia and making amends with random old Asian dudes who Sunny killed and going to therapy and all this other shit. And Falcon is like, Well, I'm poor and my <laughs> sister is also poor and I'm black. So there's yeah. that. <laughs> it, there was it, it is kind of interesting to be like, oh, the Avengers didn't pay you. <laughs> like, uh, no. <laughs> should we have been getting paid? Yeah, who's uh, signing the check? Who should have signed those checks back in Infinity War and uh, Age of Ultron? We saving the world and y'all ain't giving us no money. <laughs> Tony Stark didn't even give him dental. Yeah, like, like, he, he didn't give him shit. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Uh, what did you... Dante, what do you think about the first couple of episodes? I know we've said it. I just said it was slow building, but I I, I think there's value there. But it, yeah, I don't think they're as bad as people were making it out to be because people were like, "Oh my god, I can't get through this." Like, eh. Yeah, you know, people are with with the MCU, they want action. Like you know, we've seen the movies, we're coming off something crazy with what happened in Endgame, and I think a lot of people. I know for for me personally, I loved Wandavision. Um, mainly because like we talked about, these shows are going in, like they take, they're taking the opportunities that you can't get with a two hour movie. And so they're building into character and building into stuff like that. And so I think that was the same with the first two episodes, like we mentioned, diving into Sam and his backstory and his family in, um, Louisiana. Um, and then with Bucky and his therapy trainer or whatever. But I think with a lot of these shows that we're going to see, um, that's not going to be action heavy all the time. Like there was a lot of dialogue, a lot of character building type stuff, which I'm cool with as long as we do get those action scenes. And I think we were, you know, we were treated with that. So overall, the first, the first couple of episodes building on, okay, where we are now, especially with the blip. And so like with WandaVision, we really didn't know the time 
period and what happened after in game as far as the rest of the world was more focused on her. And I like how this show kind of told us, okay, the blip happened and how is that affecting everybody in the world? Yeah, I love that about it because WandaVision is definitely an exploration of Wanda's grief mm-hmm. and how she's dealing with Vision being like allegedly perma-dead. Like he's, <laughs> we see he's not dead. There's a white Vision now and he's he's the same, but he's not I the am same. Vision. And he's the ship of Theseus or whatever the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> I watched that shit at like 3 a.m. But... Uh, <laughs> But I yeah, think I was this, drunk for that last episode, and I was like, this is awesome. I don't know what they're saying. Philosophy, amazing. I should have majored in this, but no, I shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so this episode was more like how the entire world dealt with what happened in Endgame, and I yeah. think there's so much value in being able to dive into that for, you know, six episodes of a TV show versus, you know, like two hours of a movie or whatever, because we get to see, like, Oh, so there were these like these camps where you know people were hanging out after the blip, and yeah, you know, they felt like they were a part of this larger community that was like the just the entire world had just gone through this one thing, you know, kind of like we did with COVID. Like all the entire world was going through the same thing at the same time, and we felt a little bit closer to each other. Like we're all at home on Zoom meetings and shit. Like yeah, you know, just hanging out, trying not to go insane in our own homes and. You know, the blip happened. They're like trying not to go insane because half the people they love are just vanished one day at the snap of a finger. Uh, and I think it's like it's really good that we got to see the MCU kind of dive into that mm-hmm. and explore that a little bit, explain that a little bit, you know, because Spider-Man Homecoming, they talked about it like, oh, yeah, some kids were in high school. They blipped mm-hmm. for five years. They came back. They're the same age. They're like in school again. It's, it's weird. Yeah, whatever. Like kid version. <laughs> He was in eighth grade when we were when we were blue. <laughs> yeah, uh, they 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 do kind of. It's very minimal, but they do kind of with the flag smashers and stuff like that. They do kind of dive into the what a geopolitical nightmare this would be if all of a sudden, what is it like four billion people came back at once? Yeah, yeah. You're just like, oh shit! Like, where? What do we do? Things are different now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they're gone. They're back. It's the same, but it's not the same. They were gone for like twenty seconds in their mind, but. What was, yeah, that, what was that years? commercial they had? Like re, reshape, rebuild. Oh yeah, <laughs> <The> little GNC. <laughs> and then the, and then it was like a, and then it was like a military thing, which I thought was actually really funny yeah. and well done. Um, they they as like this, yeah, we care sort of thing. Uh-huh. Just, and then straight cut cut to John Walker making down, orders, like yeah, yeah kicking down a door. <laughs> um, no, I I think I think. The first two episodes weren't as bad. I think it was interesting to explore that. I thought thought the fighting set pieces. I would like look. It's it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It, it it if you compare it to Captain America: The Winter Soldier, one of the probably the best, one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. MCU movie outside of the the Avengers series. It um it it, it the action's not going to hold up just because that's some of the best action in any hand to hand combat, all that stuff. It's just not going to hold up, and these do have movie budgets but it's not it's just not the same and i would like a, i would have liked there to be more action but the things that we got i thought were really good like the bus fight or the the bus fight the the truck fight and of course yeah, the 18 wheeler fight where they're like mm-hmm. going back and forth mm-hmm. and like this little girl's kicking your ass like yeah <laughs> 
thought that was great character moments. Yeah, I thought that was really I thought that was really good. Um, Now, uh, the exploration of you shouldn't have given up the shield kind of got heavy for me. I kind of got a little annoying because it's like, is it? it, But I guess it it explains it in further detail. What the shield means is a symbol going going on. But at, at the very beginning, you're like, who the fuck about the shield? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Yeah. But apparently stadiums full of people do. But you know. you know what? That I thought that part was so was that beginning of episode two, man. I think we had talked about it, uh, Dane and I on our podcast. We we're like, man, they you got they got a new Captain America. It's like, how how do we get people to like this guy? You know, they used to Steve, but hey, we got this guy now. How yeah. do we get them like him? Oh yeah, we put them in a stadium. We'll, we have a HBCU band. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. we'll do the full blown Good Morning America rollout. Like, like it, I feel like if that was like a real situation in real life, like that's how they would want to roll out Captain America. Like yeah, Twitter, Twitter would have been Gordon like, this is yeah. <laughs> carpool <Yeah>. karaoke. <laughs> yeah, I see what y'all doing. Like <laughs> Twitter, Twitter. You know what's funny is Twitter would have reacted the exact same way as they did actually watching the show which was who the hell is this guy yeah fake cap yeah great okay. america cap not or, my yeah. captain america <laughs> yeah. great value yeah, cap. one yeah. of the uh <laughs> one of the youtubers that i follow who like it's into all this like superhero stuff he he always called him party city cap like he was in a costume <laughs> i was like that's so accurate like yeah he looks like he got a captain america costume in party city it was like i'm captain america and then when he made the show like, yeah. uh at the end <laughs> the, yeah. the trash cans Trash can shoot. <laughs> that we'll talk about that later on. But the um, <laughs> it's like, can we have Steve Rogers? We have Steve Rogers at home and a shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, they would roll that out. But I was sitting there thinking, like, man, I'm not paying for a ticket to go see this dude talk <laughs> in the middle of a football field. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to a pep rally as a grown man. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they have like Captain. Who's selling like the Captain America merch? merch like yeah. the U.S. government is that coming? <laughs> is that coming from the Pentagon? Like what's what's going on there? The U.S. government just being so ready to be like, <laughs> okay, Sam gave us a shield. Bet we like <laughs> put up the Indeed post. Like put in the put up the LinkedIn <laughs> post. We're finding a new Captain America. We are Red D. We need somebody to take the shield from us. I yeah, and I just thought, I mean, obviously he becomes a super soldier later, but it, it is funny to watch like just a regular, regular, regular dude be like throwing a shield around, like well, who cares, man? Yeah. His confidence went down so low after when he got whooped by the uh Dora Malaji. Yeah. <laughs> that was when the show really really took off for me i know some people were like episode three was amazing blah 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 but i was like i don't i don't really feel anything in episode three but in episode four when john walker starts to spiral yeah he's like these just regular ass black women just whoop my ass (laughs) (laughs) they're not even super soldiers they're just black women who fight a lot and they Facts. beat the shit out of me. <laughs> you know he was really going through it when he when he started rubbing his head he's like oh, like you know he going through it then that's when you start he start got lucky, that lucky <laughs> Sam is sitting there sipping tea like oh you getting your ass whoop like damn he got tuned up multiple times before he <laughs> that super soldier serum even then he had a tough time like aren't you like a like a elite soldier like why right. can't fight for shit yeah killmonger was like putting in work like just as a regular ass dude but you you just no hands two piece 
And that's something I got to ask y'all about. So there was an article that came out. I don't remember which like online thing it was. I think it was like very smart brothers or whatever. We put out this article, but that Sam has zero hands. Sam cannot fight. He'd be getting his ass kicked all the time. So how did y'all feel like watching him like become Captain America? No super soldiers here. I'm no nothing. Just a regular ass dude. This would be out there getting his ass kicked. Deontay, what you think about? Yeah, Deontay, I answered because I have a, I have just kind of a thought on all of that. Man, so Falcon, when he first came into the MCU, I felt like it, it was always like that for him. He, I mean, he had the wings, he had red wing, you know, but we never really saw him go ham on the hand-to-hand combat. So seeing it in the show, I wasn't surprised, but like, I'm like, man. Get get this dude some help. Like uh, when Bucky called or you know got the favor from the Dormilaji for his his suit or whatever. I'm like, man, yeah, take advantage. I was hoping that they would give him like a vibranium. I don't know if the suit's made of vibranium or not, but I'm like giving him something else to help this dude because uh yeah he need he needs it. Yeah, he need that like T'Challa shit to like charge up when you get yeah. hit. So you oh can yeah, get to back, absorb, like... absorb the blows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something. I thought I thought. I I thought they should have had him take the super soldier serum. I'm sorry. Like, I guess that's kind of the point is that anybody can be Captain America if you have, if your heart's in the right place. But um, if you yeah. believe in the American <laughs> dream. Yeah, you know, that whole song and dance. Um, but I think I think they should have had him take the super soldier serum because he's like, no, nah, I wouldn't take it. I'm like, why? Like, why not? <laughs> like, yeah, like, you're a good person. You'll, well, yeah, and apparently, think- isn't it supposed to make you more of who you are? So, yeah, he's always been a good guy. So, you know, it'll fit. Yeah, they talked about how Steve Rogers was, like, uncorrupted by the serum and all that because he was just such a good person, which, like, it's true. We we literally saw that in the first Avenger or movie that Royden hates, but I right. love uh, <laughs> I, I I rewatched it to, ca- catch, to catch my wife up on it so she would know what was going on. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't. It's okay, but compared to you know the Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War, I, Civil War is probably my favorite one out of all the MCU movies. But yeah, compared compared to Civil War and Winter Soldier, that shit is like a silent film. That yeah. shit is boring. <laughs> I just love I'm I'm a sucker for all that like he's a good person he got the superpowers and now he's like in a better person shit like I'm yeah. I am the sucker that Disney is like we're just gonna give you every <laughs> MCU piece of content that we possibly can it, it is and good we will to, eat that shit up and I it, I will eat that shit up <laughs> it is good to go back and watch it though to like kind of see how far they've come like it got ep- better. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I think that one was directed by Josh Whedon, and like when the Russo brothers took over, that kind of like sent that rocket off. But yeah, no, I um, so I just I just think he should have taken the super soldier serum. They should have given it to him or whatnot because it's like he's going to he is now Captain America. Like spoiler alert again, like he's just he <laughs> is now Captain America. So he's flying around with a sh- he's flying and he has the shield. So apparently the shield is like an extra sort of weapon or power thing. And of course, he's he's like an elite soldier. So there's that. But he's going to get his ass whooped like Bucky could whip his, his ass, ass whooped <laughs> <laughs> over and over. And, oh, like this little girl's whooping his ass like she has super soldiers here in her. But like, damn, man. Yeah, I just I just think come I mean we we had to like 
Steve got his ass whooped by Thanos. You know what I mean? And he's a super soldier. Like he would Thanos would rip. Oh yeah, half for like, sure. I don't, like uh, you know, I I just think it's kind of you're gonna have to find a way to give him extra power other than like a heart of gold because yeah. it's just uh, you know I'm, I'm thinking uh, now that now that you say that since they announced did y'all see they announced the Captain America four mm-hmm. yeah. so I'm thinking like the way we're talking about how he don't have the serum they got to keep it grounded man they, they can't be no he can't be fighting no aliens from outer mm-hmm. space it's got to be grounded he's gonna be fighting Sharon Carter hand <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. hey yeah. she gonna give him the business too <laughs> she she gave a whole regimen the business in episode three Bro, and we're supposed great. to believe that that the dude with wings is gonna fuck her up <laughs> no I Sharon I, Carter about to tear his ass up bro but I, I have a question though, since you mentioned Endgame and Thanos and all that. Do you think Sam could lift Mjolnir? No. Hell no. <laughs> he's nah, not, his heart ain't that gold. He, he's not worthy. He's he not ready yet, man. <laughs> nah, just the hammer is racist. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's why, they got to give him something argument. though, bro. Ain't no way he's just going to be out here a regular ass dude with wings. Like, regular degular. The yeah. Batman of the fucking MCU. I mean, and I think that's what they're going to have to do. And we're about to be joined by Teej, uh joining us after doing important lawyer shit. Oh, uh, God. We, hey, uh, oh, you're good. What but we're, we're talking about Teej, um, him making Winter Soldier, or not, not Winter Soldier, then making Captain America, Falcon into Captain America, how he's just a regular, regular dude. We keep using, I keep using that term, but like, He's gonna get whooped by somebody. You know what I mean? Uh, no super soldier. No power. She's just a regular ass dude. <laughs> yeah, he's you gonna get fucking smoked, bro. <laughs> they're not gonna let him get smoked by like a regular villain, like a small villain that they're gonna kill off at the end of the movie or end of the series or whatever. But when the big bad comes, when the next Thanos or whoever the next big bad is, there's gonna be a scene where Anthony Mackie is running out at the front of battle. He's gonna get absolutely smoked. And we're gonna be like, we saw that coming. I guess it makes sense, but it's not gonna be fun for him. Because this man was getting his ass kicked the entire series. Like, bro, he was getting thanks. whooped by Carly Morgenthau. Like, come on, bro. Carly like, Morgenthau, the Dora Milaje. Come the, on, bro. Like Zemo would have gave him that word hand to hand. Zemo would have shot his ass. But, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just a, like an Indiana Jones scene, like they're trying. He's trying to fly at him. He just shoots him. Um, I Zemo, him and Bucky Zemo. together barely beat Maga Cap. Like it's not gonna be pretty. <laughs> <My God>. like, <laughs> on, bro. Uh, like yo, Zemo, Zemo keep the thing on him. One thing about Zemo is he always bro, ready. He stays trapped. Zemo, <laughs> man, like. I, I, he he really grew on me throughout the episode or the, throughout the series, man. I wanted more of him. Like I wish they would have used him more, but I think we'll see him more later on down the road. Yeah, he's great. I mean, yeah, he's, gonna be, he's gonna be in it. Uh, TJ, I, I guess it's a little little late, but you're joined us now. Um, we talked about the, kind of the first three episodes, but as a whole, what would you give the series? Uh, I give it a solid B. Uh, it was enjoyable. I, I had no real feelings towards Falcon as a character. I don't you also like don't Anthony like Matthew Anthony at Mackie. all. I hate Anthony Mackie. Um, and I like uh, Sebastian. What's his last name? Whatever his last Damn. name is. Yeah, I like him a lot. But I'm not a, I wasn't like super invested into the Bucky character. So I was a bit nervous about uh, watching it. But after I also wasn't really invested in Wanda or Vision. 
And that show turned out great. And so I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to watch. I'm just going to trust him. And I thought it was, I thought it was good. I love the Isaiah Bradley stuff. That was really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the social commentary stuff got a bit clunky, especially at the end of the series. Like yep. that stuff was I know exactly you know, what you're talking about. <laughs> and like the, the the cop pulling up on him in episode two, like that's a bit clunky. Like this whole speech that he's given the senators is a bit clunky. Like, you know, and, and it's, it's like you appreciate that they're trying to get these important issues into the show. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Uh, I thought it worked more when it was just Isaiah Bradley talking or Isaiah Bradley talking with Falcon. I thought that worked really well. Um, when Falcon was talking to the senators, that didn't work so well for me. But like, I, I respected what they were trying to do. It is pretty cool to hear the story of Isaiah Bradley and Black Captain America. That was dope as hell. I want that. I enjoyed movie. it. The action was cool. I'll give it a B. It was. It, I enjoyed it. It was fine. I never once considered like not watching the show. So they did their job. Hey, it's Black Falcon. What are you, Black <laughs> Kid? Is what. No. That was- <laughs> I, I hated that so much. That sounded like Anthony Mackie's ad lib that they kept it. <laughs> I didn't like that shit. Yeah, that sounded like some core ball brother shit. But like, <laughs> I will say though, like I really appreciated them like going there. Like they were like, we we just made a black dude Captain America in Endgame. We gotta we gotta talk about that shit, right? And like yeah. I, I appreciate them like not shying away from it like oh he's just captain america now everybody's happy with it like it's cool yay yeah. like no it, it would not it would not be cool yeah. like this- so i appreciate them like being honest about that and like talking about it at all uh and like you said it was clunky at times they didn't get it right 100 percent of the time but these white people don't know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to talking about race and he's kind of <laughs> Half, like half the half the American populace would be like, I didn't vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not my cap. That ain't my cap. Exa- I was just about to say that. <laughs> but yeah, like them, <laughs> they shot like 50, 75% from the field, like on the on the race stuff. And like that's really all you can ask for from you know Kevin Feige. Like I think so. this was I think this was written in, um let me let me double check. I think this was written by a uh, black by a black man. Uh yeah. Malcolm Spellman, I believe, right? Or is Oh, what? Yeah, give me a give me one second. I'm sorry. But uh it was directed all six episodes by uh Carrie Scoglin who has done a lot of a lot of The Hands Made Tell and things like that. Um, and then it was written by Derek Kolstad, uh, who was, uh, actually he's a comedy or a comic book writer, but yeah, Malcolm Spellman who, uh, yeah, who is African-American. I, I think he's doing the, um, Captain America four script too, yeah. from what I saw. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see what a Captain America that, that that's a high bar. Those Captain America movies are really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was saying earlier before you got on, T. I was like, because uh, we were talking about how Falcon didn't have no hands, so we was like, man, in this Captain America four, he gonna it's gonna have to be the most grounded villain. Can't be yes. no alien. Can't be nobody can't be from no- outer space. It's, <laughs> it ain't gotta be hella grounded because. Uh, it's gonna be I, yeah it needs to be a crazy human with maybe a couple guns but not more going on than that like it, he not, would get no worked by john soldiers. wick yeah we don't we don't need it needs to be a villain that's just like an everyday dude yeah. with no powers that's just pissed off and falcon can try or the new captain america can try to reason with him that's yeah. captain america 4 
<laughs> Try to reason with him, bro. That's it's the movie. Captain America Sam 4 Wilson. Identity Theft. <laughs> yeah, Counselor Cat. It's going to be Kat. Sam Wilson talking to Sharon Carter like, hey, man, your mom was with the shit. Like, why are you, why are you acting a fool, bro? What like, the hell happened? Your, your otter, whatever the fuck, would be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? I thought think we about, could trust you. That's think about America Peggy 4. Carter, bro. What? Captain America 4 jaywalking. <laughs> Uh, Anybody in outer space and, comes into that film and it's over for it's a wrap. Back here, bro. It's a wrap. So leave them in all space. The fucking bank executives from the 2008 crash. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, you get out loans. These people can't pay for it. What is wrong with you? You have a bonus, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. um, there was, uh, yeah, I thought I thought Mackie was good. I think the I think the monologue at the very end was very clunky. I think that just I think he's a decent actor I, but i think that was just a little bit too much or little beyond, yeah well but even a little bit even beyond his range i think sebastian stan to me is the better actor by far or he was very good at conveying emotion i felt or kind of tortured guy dealing with this stuff maybe that was a little ham-fisted too a little bit but i thought the brooding character and then whenever he was able to provide he's just a, he's just a cool dude all honestly on top of all that, like I, I thought he was, I thought he was really good. I thought he was, maybe he was my favorite part of the show. But I, I kind of enjoy the Bucky character a lot. He better be a major part of Cap Four, and then it'll, I can see it being amazing because you don't want, I don't just want to spend a bunch of time with Anthony Mackie, respectfully. Like we, we you're gonna need uh, the Bucky or somebody to really balance out the just a, a aggressive amount of Anthony Mackie, and at times in the show when you really were with Anthony Mackie for 20 minutes, you were just like, listen, like we got to pan away. Like we got to do something. So I feel like you can't, you can't separate them at this point after giving them a whole show, like facts, put them together, keep them together. They're together. And I think their buddy like dynamic works. Like we saw that. And I think it was civil war where they were like, they had like a couple scenes, like just them two together. Them fighting Spider-Man is hilarious. Yeah, I just like watched they, that again too. Hilarious. <laughs> they go together. Like, leave them together. That's fine. Like, even Bucky, like, flirting with Sam's sister and all that. I was like, this is that was great hilarious. content. I, that I love was really this. funny. Keep, keep them together at all costs. And Disney's aware of this, right? So, you go, you go back to Black Panther and just, and it's not because Chadwick is a bad actor. He's a great actor, but like, the character of Black Panther, there's not much they could have done with him for two hours. Like, if it was just about him roaming around like you had to really build this world around them and introduce all these other characters to take a little bit of the pressure off of them because black pain like there's not much that they've been doing with the black panther character but we can make the black panther universe really cool and that's what they did like they just put a whole bunch of really interesting characters around them yeah. a bunch of great actors and actresses around them and boom you got a great movie chadwick does a great job but he's not on screen for an hour and a half right like the, the movie's just kind of jumping around that's how cap four has got to be you well, just got to build it build around have a lot of bucky a lot of cap, but didn't spend a lot of time with the villains. It's spent a lot of time with all the other people and these they people's do, lives. The time. They can do a lot if they make that movie like a a Sharon Carter, like Sam Wilson co movie. Like if they, I'm into that. If they dive into a lot of like what made Sharon Carter go rogue That's, or whatever, yeah, like that, they can do that, a lot with that. That can be a, that could be a movie they can do a lot with. Definitely interested to see. Like, of course, they didn't show it on screen. Like how. This, I don't even remember. Y'all can correct me. Did she get blipped in Endgame? Because I'm trying to figure out. No, like, she was. I don't think she oh, was she a didn't. part of that. 
She didn't because that's how she became like the underground king okay. or whatever. That, that, yeah, that's that's the, how she rose to power. Yeah, that's the part I was confused on because I'm like, damn, like, did we see her get blipped? I'm like trying to figure out the timeline of her deciding and, to, you know, and then go she that was way. exiled by the U.S. government right. after after, you know, helping them escape. But the, TG mentioned it and we can get back to the show in like two seconds. But I just had to make this point. Uh, the Captain America character i mean it's it's kind of like the superman character where you have kind of the superman problem but marvel figured it out where it's like the first movie let's be honest i know dex you love it but it's not better than the two following captain america movies and they basically figured out oh we're just gonna make these kind of avengers movies also so they winter soldier obviously has a great villain but then they put in uh, Black Widow. They put Black in Widows Falcon. is like right there the whole time. Yeah, People they, always want to see the team ups. Yeah, they sure. put yeah. in Black Widow. Yeah. They put in Falcon, and and they just have those in there. And then Civil War, it's they it's every fucking yeah, it's Avengers. It's an Avengers yeah. movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so they, I mean, like everyone is in that movie. So I think they figured out okay, we can make this a Captain like America story, but the character, nobody, like we care about the character of Iron Man because he's an interesting guy. Like Steve Rogers wasn't an interesting dude to be honest. So it's just yeah, kind of, he's, he's just good. Like, yeah. He's, he's good. Just a, good. just a wholesome 102 year old. Like good he man. Was just, he's uh, a good man. boy scout from the civil, he's a boy scout from World War II, but he's not racist. So here's his black friend. See, <laughs> see, he has a black friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's listening to the Temptations albums and everything else. Marvin Gaye on it. Yeah. The, um, so, Moving back on into the series, I really liked episode three when they when they went to try and find the power broker. Uh, that was kind of the funniest episode, I feel like, especially when they have Anthony Mackie dress up like an African warlord and, you know, that whole rapport there. And that, <laughs> that was I thought, funny. I thought it was really funny. And then the rapport was Zemo and them fighting back and forth and being basically like, fuck you, no, fuck you and stuff like that. Like, we're not letting you out of a side. I thought that was really good. But then the action set piece where Sharon Carter's beating the brakes off of everybody in that uh uh what do you call it fucking shipyard yeah the shipyard, shipyard. Yeah. yeah I thought that was I thought that was really good action and stuff she was like whooping that. ass on that scene mm-hmm. and I thought it was funny because they're all just like they're holding a gun to this poor scientist's head and she's like guys we gotta go and they're just like letting her cook outside <laughs> took them all down yeah, and that was where I was like, so so we all agree, Sharon Carter is the you the did power t- broker, I, you right? did tweet I, that, yeah, like yeah, like we all <laughs> we all see this, right? Like that's that's what they're doing, and then the finale is like, yeah, she's the power broker. I was like, okay, they they I, do anything they, with that at all? They definitely got me because I think there was a part, maybe it was in episode three, where Zemo's like, yeah, I knew the power broker, and he was like saying all oh, these he, he pronouns, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so it can't be Sharon. So I'm like. Did he lie? Like I, that part, I kind of didn't understand. Yeah, like maybe he's just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of play like he's I mean, like super smart sociopath, but also they kind of pl- play him dumb too. They dumb him down a little bit. And he's and he's rich apparently. Like we talking yeah. about how they were uh, how Falcon and the Avengers all broke, but Zemo over here chilling on in yeah, jail Zemo, still in got jail. money. Yeah. <laughs> Also, the easiest escape from prison ever. He just gave him like he just set off a fire alarm and was able to walk out. Yeah, I, hey, apparently Zemo's a <laughs> oh, yeah. super genius who's also rich and keep that thing on him. So yeah, how did he get in jail in the first? And place, he's hilarious. Be uh, so episode, you know, what's funny is that half of this stuff, it's almost like they didn't have as much budget as you think because half of it is like Sam isn't even in his wing so wingsuit for like 
two or three episodes. <laughs> yeah. You know, put it on. John Walker broke that shit, and they were like, okay, we, we're just not going to think about that for <laughs> a week. Bro, that no, episode... Even- even oh, the middle ahead. episodes, sorry, even the middle episodes, like when they're fighting in the shipyard or whatever, he just has a like a like a gun and he like a, a pimp suit and <laughs> <yeah>. a gun. <laughs> what well, I thought was so funny, man. I think what was episode five when uh Fake Cat fought Falcon yeah. and uh Bucky when John Walker pulls Falcon's like wings off. He's like, ah, oh, like it's actually a part of his body. Like, I'm like, yeah, no, it's a part of his body. That's a machine, bro. Yeah, he's like, ah. Like, this ain't got nothing to do with you, bro. Like, <laughs> anybody can have these wings on right now. Like, you just. Yeah. It's uh, not your limb, bro. Like, like, I, okay. So, episode four is the one that everybody wants to talk about, mostly because Captain America or the dude that uh, was playing MAGA Cap, as Teach said, was. Um, <laughs> Uh, killed a man in in broad daylight. Wait, and I thought that was five. Wait, no, that was no, episode that was four. End of four. Yeah, the end, end of four. four because uh, they they kill off the sidekick. Just he went out so sad. They fridged <laughs> a black man that. in a show a show that had something to do with race. They literally fridged a black character, which I thought was an extremely strange decision. Like, and he died like it's just such a bitch made way. Like you got yeah, punched like, into a <laughs> you got punched into a pillar and get out steps. of here. That's when why I, regular on the steps. regular people can't fight super soldiers because he just got his back <laughs> cracked in half when he got all he did was take a punch. Like that just happened. Yeah. I just saw that happen in UFC to like twenty people. None of them died. This guy took a punch and died because he fought a super soldier. That's yeah, why like, Captain America can't be fighting people that are super soldiers. He's gonna go outside, bro. I was like, like, bro, you did all this shit to, like, break out of these, like, handcuffs, zip ties they had you in. Like, you were tied up, not in the fight at all, and you broke out, took one punch, and you dead. <laughs> like, you stay tied up, bro. <laughs> also, John Walker just going off on the first part. I'm going to just, just, uh, oh, what what's his name? I was going to say. I forgot Terry. the white dude's name he killed. Uh, but it definitely uh, wasn't Nico? the person. Nico, Nico, yeah, yeah. It definitely what's, wasn't Nico who killed Lamar, but he was just like, "Fuck yeah. it." And what's, what's funny? What's funny about that? Just the Liam Neeson special, the first person I see. The Liam Neeson special. Just yeah, he was just like the first person I see. I'm killing. He just he just followed whatever guy out of there, and the guy's like, "No, no, no, wait." <laughs> what's funny? <laughs> I don't I don't know if y'all noticed, but like. At the beginning of the episode, he Nico's talking with Carly, I think, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I grew up uh, looking up to Captain yes. America," <laughs> and I'm like, "Bro, he went out the same way. He, he like, went out looking up to Captain America, yeah, the same <laughs> way. <laughs> Literally went out the same way." I'm like, "Damn, Marvel! I'm not That's gonna lie, trash way to die. That's the dark." I got two things yeah. to say about that. Don't kill me that way, bro. One. I will literally never forget how I felt watching this man like kill somebody with a shield, like split that dude in half with the shield from Captain America. Like I was like, the MCU fucking went there. Like this is not some shit we would ever got in a movie. Like this is not something the MCU would normally do. I was like, this is some dope. Boy, boy was shit. twitching and everything. Yeah. The shield was covered in blood and he had roid rage. That shit was fire. <laughs> in that front of everybody, so bro. Fire. In front of everyone. Everybody you know, out there, like, on fucking Instagram just, Live. Just like, camera hey, phones. Captain just like, America. Yeah. 
They got That's somebody. how I knew Carly wasn't real because Carly just sat there and watched the shit like everybody else. Yeah, Carly, bro, you're a super soldier. Go slam this nigga, bro. Watch your homie die. Like <laughs> just watch your homie go out sad. For some when, shit that you did, you did it. You killed his best friend, and then you what, watch your homie die. What, one your world, homies one die. You'll never slide. It ain't adding up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one world, one people. Just a th- <laughs> just a hundred people out there with camera phones on like on like YouTube Live, or just like oh, that's your mask. You don't you don't let your mask you don't let your mask go out like this. No, yeah, I just, I just thought also, the comedy of it. That I just wait wait wait. wait. <laughs> just like. I, I cannot blame dude for like hey we gotta the ops got one we gotta get one back like I, I feel you <laughs> yeah. the ops got one we gotta get one back we gotta get one back like we can't let them score on us we want they got one we gotta get one he he told uh his homie family that he got him too like he's like did you did you kill him yeah don't like, worry yeah. I got him I got yeah, him I, I got him I got him um, I didn't get nobody yeah they just got some. <laughs> It's got some right hand man there. Yeah. Just like, I don't know. You got and somebody it, in the Captain America fan club. He ran up on him. <laughs> ran up on him. <laughs> Can I have your autograph? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was. I thought that was really. I thought that was really, really dark. And but it also made me think. It's like they always kind of play like, oh, Captain America doesn't like really, or they don't really kill anybody in the in the Marvel movies or whatever. But then I realized it was like. Now nah, he's like nailing people in these other movies with this shield and like kicking them out of airplanes and shit. Like they don't yeah. show them dying, but yeah, some of those Captain yeah, America is killed. Oh yeah, killing people. people. <laughs> yeah, oh, in the first Avenger, like, he came out with a that that handgun. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. Oh, he about blasting, the straight blasting. I was like, yo, <laughs> all these people are military. They they kill on the regular. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they feel nothing about killing people. Like that's just what they do. Like so. I really thought that was like a like the immediately as soon as MAGA Cap is introduced in episode one, everyone hated him. Like all the viewers <laughs> hated him. But mm-hmm. Disney didn't. It's not like Disney like made it like. This is the villain. They didn't present him. They pre- literally presented him as like the all-American boy. They showed you he had a black wife to try to make you like him a little bit more. They showed you he had a black best friend. But everybody was just like, nah, this dude has bad vibes. Like, I don't know what he's going to do yet, but yeah. I don't he like this racist. dude's vibes. Like, he just, looked, <laughs> he, just didn't, he just looked racist. Bro. And so, like, they just did. I just commend them on the casting of just like, this dude comes on screen. They know what it means to see somebody else wearing that uniform to all the fans who've been seeing Steve wear it for all these years. And literally, immediately, we're just like, nah, I don't fuck with this dude. Yeah. I don't fuck with this dude. I can't tell you why, but this nigga's up to something. Not my, like, not my cat. Not my cat, bro. They just did such a good job with the whole character. They did such a good job with that whole storyline, which really was great. But they did such a bad job with the... Uh, Flag Smasher storyline, so that's like again, that's clunky. Like the whole storyline was stupid. They, that, they that, that's what when, I'm saying earlier too about the Flag Smashers. They, they said when they casted Wyatt Russell, they weren't going to cast him, and then they go, he has like a unique energy, is what they said about. They love the unique <laughs> energy that he brought to. He has a punchable face, and they the, yeah, yeah, and they're he just like punchable face. They're just like ah, uh, people are really gonna hate this guy. Is what is what they were saying, <laughs> and like people have liked Wyatt Russell in other roles and stuff like that. But I, I, yeah, there was definitely like as soon as they saw him with the Captain America mask, they're like, ugh, immediately yeah, hateable. <laughs> and I'm, and it's like it's so visceral. It's not just like adults that are having that reaction because we, you got to remember, kids are watching these these movies and these TV mm. shows. Even kids were just my nephews are like, what are they? 
14 now? And they were just like, nah, if we don't fuck with that guy. Like, it's just, <laughs> just like a visceral level. Everybody watching was just like, nah, this ain't Captain America. I can't tell you why yet, but this dude is not Captain America. Like, it's just, it's just they did such a great job with that whole from the thing from start to finish. I really enjoyed that storyline. But I thought, you know, in moving into episode five, though, too, I thought the 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 politics of yeah, you cannot be Captain America anymore. We just saw you murder a man on live TV. Kind of, <laughs> you did way too much, my friend. Yeah, it was like, really We murder our people in private. We do not yeah. murder our people in front of cameras. Yeah, we don't do this on fucking Periscope. Like, <laughs> relax. <laughs> Even though the Avengers and all the superheroes have killed millions of people by by this point, like, you can't do that shit when everybody's Sokovia watching Sokovia is just no more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If New York City's like burning down and there's a fight everywhere, you can kill some. You can you can be fine, but you can't just kill some when there's no one else fighting around you and everybody's watching you. You yeah. can't just bludgeon a dude with a shield, especially when he's holding his hands up like, "No, stop! It wasn't me!" Like it's just it's just a bad optics. It's horrible optics, bro. Can you imagine being on Instagram live like while Sokovia's in the air, like yo, the whole city, Sokovia's literally floating. floating. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button to stay tuned for more. Like yo. Sokovia's in the and fucking look, sky, and, bro. And then some news station of like, hey, can we have permission to use your video? For our- <laughs> yeah. hey, can we use that video? <laughs> we'll credit you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you. I know uh, Sokovia is like two miles in the air right now, but yeah, we'll, we'll tag you on Facebook. We'll, ta- <laughs> we'll give me a credit, get your followers up. Oh my God. I, I just think... Um, I, I the, the politics of that and then him freaking out in front of Congress was actually really good acting, though, too, because I really like that thing. But going all the way back to the beginning of the episode, that fight between between the three of them, I think is the best. I think it's one of the best fights in any Marvel thing ever. Uh, that fight was so visceral and like tough i don't know that 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 fight was great i, they I don't literally showed ever. us his arm being snapped they don't yeah. they don't show us stuff like that in the movies like you don't see stuff like that you, even in civil war where you have superheroes fighting superheroes you didn't just other than i guess when roadie like got paralyzed you don't see <laughs> hey, like i thought roadie was going there saw sure. his arm break like i was like god damn this shit is weird <laughs> And you know what's funny is Sam was like out of the fight for half the things. It was like it felt like it felt like uh, Bucky was having to like do work on that dude and trying to. He ain't had no hands. Listen, bro, <laughs> if you got super serum and it's me and you against the ops, I need you to. I need you to do most of the work against the ops. You got soldier serum. That's only, you, got you, soldier you, serum. you have a metal arm and you and have the vibranium joint, on, bro. Yeah. Like, you should be cooking this dude. I should be able to chill. I should be able to just watch. Like you should be cooking this dude. He yeah. just took Super Soldier Serum like a week ago. You had this shit for like six years. <laughs> your shit should have been like multiplied. Like, yo. And the metal arm. Be real. Yeah. You got the vibranium arm, bro. Like, can't Deontay, nobody get this shit other than you. Like, Deontay, what do you think about that fight? Bro, that was probably my favorite scene of the show. Just like choreography, uh, hand-to-hand combat. And like with, with Bucky... I think towards the end or at the end of the fight where he threw the shield down, he's like, hey, man, like in my mind, he's telling Sam, now don't give this away again, like handing him the shield, dropping it there. But uh, I don't even think he did it in this fight, but this is kind of off topic. My favorite thing with Bucky, like if something happens to his arm where he does the little like arm. Oh, the reset? The little arm reset? I love that. That's so fire. But, man, yeah, overall, then they did, like, the Dudley Boys with the shield. I was going to say, they did that Dudley Boys. (laughs) They gave him a Dudley Boys 3D. Yeah. (laughs) That part was clean. But, yeah, overall, man, like, 
definitely one of my favorite scenes of the show. I thought that that finishing move was something straight out of WWE. Yeah, facts. Like Bucky picked him up and he flew with the shield and they slammed him against it. I was like, oh, I was in my, <laughs> I had to rewind, I had to yeah. rewind it. Like, and I was like, yo, it's the beginning of the episode. Like, we just started. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> word. I was like, where are we going after this? Like, we literally seeing the final fight in the beginning of episode five. Like, no, I thought that was, I thought that was really good. I thought the coldest line too is. He goes, y'all don't want to do this. And he just looked at you. Yeah, we do. I thought that was really, I thought that was cold. Um, he definitely still fighting for Steve, bro. Like, yeah. he, he, he he loves Steve. <laughs> but then, you know, Falcon picking up the, uh, picking up the, uh, the shield and like crying and like wiping yeah. it off. I was like, uh, okay. And that was kind of interesting. But, um, and then they basically the rest of the episode is like uh pimp my ride boat edition. It's just like oh, yeah, man, why? <laughs> bro, what? Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. Like a team. All, all, like, all right. They fixed it on the boat. We still fixed it the exercise. Hey, the whole community, y'all been looking at the shitty boat for two years, but uh, you know. You want to help? You know I'm a yeah. superhero, bro. Like you know I, I'm literally an Avenger, and I <laughs> saved the world from Thanos. Did you know that, guys? Like, come on, bro, please. And and, and, I'm, and I'm broke, so come on. And bro. I'm broke as fuck. Come on, please, guys. <laughs> yeah, I saved your asses, and I still live here. So, like, help me out, please. <laughs> I love how I love how they basically made his family in New Orleans, uh, just because, like, that's where they can film for cheap. Yeah, yeah like Georgia, Georgia and New Orleans. But anyway, um. Yeah, and then there's basically like Bucky and Sam fix a boat, and uh, Bucky hits on his sister. Incredible content, though. <laughs> like Bucky just doing random shit. Oh, it's not Bucky like black. Yeah, but... they just they confirmed it. The Bucky just we knew Bucky was into black women. When he was over in Wakanda, bro. They don't call him <laughs> oh, the yeah. white wolf for nothing. They don't call him <laughs> the white wolf. Hey, hey, bro, the black women are into him too. Like, yes, they, they, are they love him with it. Yeah. in real life in the MCU. Like, they will give it up for Sebastian Stan. So, that's why that date didn't work. He went on in the show because she wasn't black and that date was just wasn't gonna work, bro. You know what you want. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, like, I was my my fiance is real into this show, and I was like, why are you so into this show? And you're like, Sebastian Stan. I was like, oh, okay. Oh okay. well, yeah, that makes sense. Thanks. Um, the yeah, I thought that was I thought it was great kind of rapport building and stuff like that, and that kind of gave us like the Bucky Sam content we were looking for. Especially, it's just like, oh, Bucky's strongest shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that that whole thing. But then they just had like the Rocky training montage of Sam doing flips and shit in his in his front yard. <laughs> <laughs> this front yard. I'm not gonna lie to you though. At that point, I was like, I'm with it. Like I, I'm on board. I'm. We're doing somersaults and. Yeah, you you got the shield back. You try to, you know, you gotta you gotta fuck with like you gotta kind of freak that shit a little bit. You gotta be able to toss it and like get it back. Get the weight it. of it. Like, how, how much yeah, is weight? Yeah. Am I, like, am I gonna be able to do this move? <laughs> I don't. A very know important scene because it's the first time that the viewers are like, oh, okay. This is Sam as Captain America. Like now he's doing the flips. Now he's got the shield. We have to buy that montage. If we don't buy that montage, the whole thing kind of falls apart. So we have to yeah, buy that montage. Steve Rogers was just kind of just doing that shit. Like as soon as he got the shield, he had the Super Soldier Serum already before they gave him the shield and all that. So it was like, you know, we were just kind of on board. Like, okay, you got the shield. You throw it in at 
Red Skull or whatever. Okay, cool. But yeah, like Falcon, he had to he had to kind of earn it. Like I know a lot of people when they saw Endgame, they were like, Oh, why didn't he get the shield to Bucky? He should have gave the shield to Bucky. Like, why why is Falcon getting it? And then this whole show was kind of this is why Falcon got it. Now you yeah. now you get it. Now you understand. This is why uh, I didn't go to Bucky. And then well, Bucky needs antidepressants. So like he can't. <laughs> yeah, Bucky's got to focus on his own personal work. You don't have time yeah. to be nobody's Captain America. <laughs> um, the the thing that we got to go back to because it's so important. The Isaiah Bradley stuff. Uh, first of all, that dude is in shape. Holy shit, he's like yeah. sixty years old. That dude was that dude was built. He was jacked, um, but. Yeah, when they pan out to him for the first time and he's just a big barrel-chested dude, I was like, whoa, okay. And then he, like, punches a hole in the wall and was picking up trees and shit. That, yeah. was, that was kind of interesting. And then his whole backstory... Um, it was... His whole backstory was, was really cool. Or not cool, but it was really eye-opening and necessary. It's like, because then it's like, oh, they put me in prison for doing the exact same thing. Or not I was prison, just going to say that. Lab testing facility, yeah. what have you. Um yeah for doing the exact same thing. So I thought that was a very interesting. Same shit that Steve did, man. Same, yeah, same stuff. I was watching it, catching up for my wife and stuff. And so when we got to that specific scene in the show or in the movie, when he, you know, goes and rescues the POWs, I'm like, yeah, now compared to that, like how Isaiah Bradley did the exact same thing and, you know, always go, or it went back to, you know, what the theme of the show, what Marvel was trying to convey, like with race and, you know, people not understanding certain things like that. I thought it was really kind of funny, the interesting backstory that there is a backstory that Isaiah Bradley and, and Bucky fought a long time ago, too. Like, I want to see that. Give me that movie. I, th- I was hoping that we would see that scene in this show of seeing the Isaiah Bradley versus Bucky fight. That shit would have been fire. Um, so yeah, that's a really important moment. And then let's talk about the last episode because it was for me very uneven. I thought the action set pieces were incredible. Um, I don't like the way that they just killed Carly. They make her out to be this big bad super soldier throughout the entire thing. Like she's whipping ass and like fighting Bucky hand to hand, and like and then she just gets shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Why did nobody shoot her before? Like what were you yeah. doing? <laughs> What's the whole like- super soldier serum if you can just get shot? <laughs> I like the actress and they didn't give her like they gave her nothing to do. Like I I thought there was a the potential and maybe it was to give them credit. Maybe that part of the storyline was much cooler before they took out the like the vaccine part of it. They, right. they took out the whatever it was that they thought might people might think it's an allusion to COVID or the vaccine. So they had to go edit it. Maybe that's why it just came off so dry. But like they didn't do anything with that character. And it just sucked because when she died, I felt nothing because it was like, well, I mean, I knew she was going to die like it doesn't matter i'm more worried about what's going to happen to maga cap what are we going to do with him um so that part was very weird uh just because she just kind of died out of nowhere and it's like oh like she died in a very it wasn't even she didn't get a cool death or anything she was just dead and then no, the coolest yeah. thing that happened was my, like he carried her dead body with the, yeah. with the wings out like an angel like an that angel was it my like that particular scene with uh batrock uh, Sharon and her, they're all three in the base. I guess it's just like a movie thing, like convenience, but like where is Falcon and like I know they were right on their tail and they just got all this time in the world and they don't hear them talking they about... They don't hear no gunshots? Yeah, they don't like hear they, this conversation? <laughs> like, come on, bros. Like, just a little nitpick, but I'm like, yeah, okay, but yeah, no, I, just, I thought that was weird. I just, it's like they have this whole big fight and, the, and they save, you know, these hostages and of course he's flying around like 
fighting that the helicopter stuff was really cool i thought that was that was really good i thought the fight with georgia st pierre was actually really good it was like gsp is just in this so i mean that's kind of that's kind of interesting but uh, i fire. um i thought those fights were really good i thought bucky and all of them were really good and him saving you know the 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 truck from falling was actually yeah. pretty interesting but then it's just like they're chasing him through the yeah they're just chasing him through like you're the power broker yeah pay me more money and then they'd kill him (laughs) and then they just shoot her and so i was just they they have her and sam argue she's about to shoot sam and then sharon carter just shoots it shoots her like that's it there's no big hand-to-hand fist you know yeah i I was i was extremely disappointed by the finale for carly morgenthal because leading up to it i was like yo carly morgenthal is low-key goaded like she is like like we talked about earlier she's kind of this look into you know kind of the post blip Mm -hmm. geopolitics whole situation she's like what she's like the character they've kind of chosen out of that to represent that entire kind of five-year storyline and all that um you know she's making good points about how they've discarded all these people who you know were kind of here the whole time because all these other people came back. And that's a really interesting kind of thing to dive into, you know, kind of post, you know, people coming back and all of that, you know, because in WandaVision, we're looking at Wanda, who was, you know, kind of there the whole time and Vision died. Monica Rambo is a person who, like, dusted away and then came back. All I thought that. that effect that we did, we didn't talk about that in the episode, but I thought that effect that they did when they came back and everybody's like, people are just reappearing in this hospital. That was dope. So yeah, we got to see people coming back and then Carly Morgenthal was like our window into what it was like for the people who never left, you know, kind of outside of Endgame. And I was like, yo, she's the goat. Like she's out here blowing shit up. Like we are going to make this shit happen. We are revolutionaries, terrorists, whatever. And then at the end, it's just like. And then okay, she got killed with a bullet. Sam won't fight her. For with a regular ass reason. bullet. That was never established for like any reason at all. That Sam wouldn't wouldn't bite her as he's as she's like kicking his ass. Then she gets shot with a regular ass bullet. She would have tuned him up. <laughs> like, I don't want to fight you. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I'll, I'll beat your ass. You're just a regular ass dude with some wings on. Like. What kind of give you that much shit that you can take me? Like, don't get it twisted. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna I mean, kill by this is regular ass white woman out of nowhere. It was like mm, this is whack. I don't. Also, I also like <laughs> the whole line. We gotta talk about it. Uh, yep. What was what was his sidekick's name? Sorry, um, Lamar. Lamar. Battlestar. Yeah. Lamar's Star, life didn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I was like, oh, come on, Disney. You're killing that was me. really cringe. You don't have to do that. Like, we get it. You come on. What was that like? The uh, like the event, uh, in-game line when they're like, "She's got help." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like, y'all, y'all, y'all didn't have to do that. This is the point where I was like, mm, maybe they were right. Maybe y'all are a little too well. Y'all are trying too hard. <laughs> that, I mean, him coming in with the like the metal shield was hilarious. Just the just the <laughs> scrapyard DIY the Hobby YouTube Lobby shield. shield. 
He's got getting dented and shit, and they realize when he throws <laughs> he, it, like it's he not threw the real that thing. shit at Carly. Carly kicked that shit away like it was nothing, bro. I said, This shield, get this fucking bum ass shield the fuck out of here. <laughs> that shit was trash. <laughs> God definitely got hyped. Challenge shield. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I just I just thought that was sort of really uneven. And then, of course, they don't even fight the other flag smashers. They kind of chase him down, um, Bucky. And, and this is what I thought was weird, because then they teamed up at the very end after they whooped their ass and he kind of had a meltdown on live TV. Like, they're just like, all right, yeah. so we're good to work again with, with this guy. Like, that, was so that, that was so weird. That was so weird. And the fact that they didn't even fight. They just, like, the flag smasher was like, all right, yeah, we good. Uh, we good. <laughs> y'all got it y'all super soldiers too we can't really yeah. do that with y'all <laughs> the Bucky is sitting there making jokes with this dude like yeah. you 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 just broke his arm last week after he killed somebody and now and y'all are making jokes together quoting Abraham Lincoln and you're just like okay whatever that was so such a weird writing decision I didn't get that at all yeah I think yeah I think part of it has to do I, I don't know this for a fact that like the last few of these episodes were filmed post-covid actually like they were filmed uh, probably like April or May of last year, after, according to according to the Wikipedia knowledge. But uh, so I think that some of the stuff, it, it just wasn't as big as maybe they thought they could have gone just because of lack of I mean, they still they still uh, uh, used all of their budget. But I think just lack of maybe safety, uh, maybe yeah. they could have they that some of this wasn't filmed as up to its whole potential, but that obviously was written in the script. So I just thought it was, was I just so thought it was weird. weird because it, it just, they have this big old fight and stuff and then it just ends. It, you know, what did y'all think about, and I'm not a comic book person, so I didn't have any me, like, me knowledge either. of this character whatsoever before she showed up. But what did y'all think about Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character Val showing up and like helping out U.S. agent. I now. thought it was shocking to see Elaine show up in a Marvel property. <laughs> um, I think I think she's gonna be. I think she's gonna be very important. I mean, from what I've read, obviously, I think it's gonna be like the Dark Avengers, where I mean, people have said this, where it's Zemo and U.S. agent and a few other the, anti, uh, the Thunderbolts. Yeah, there's a bunch of other anti heroes <laughs> that just go as, as like mercenaries and kill on America's dollar. So uh, I just think that that'll be interesting to explore i hope that's more of a series than like an actual movie because you know i think daniel Bruhl is a great actor but i'm not going to want to see a movie carried by wyatt russell quite yet um but we'll see i mean he was good in that uh that zombie world war ii movie overlord but i just think that um i, I think i think it'll, i think it was interesting i think they just get anybody that they want to in these marvel movies now it's just like She's one of the highest paid TV actresses yeah. ever. She's a billionaire. And they're She's just like, great hey, at that role. She's yeah. really yeah. good in that role. And, uh, apparently, she was supposed to uh, cameo first in Black Widow. And then mm -hmm. obviously, Black Widow has been pushed back a thousand and times. Way to yeah. So, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. I thought it was Mission I, Impossible with superheroes. Sign me up. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought I thought that was interesting. I, I think the ending was interesting. Of course, we got to talk about the final real quick before we get into our draft. Got to talk about, uh, you know, well, I guess Black Captain America making a speech in front of uh, the senators in the world. Oh, so 
y'all can speak on that more than I can. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. That shit was trash. Yeah. Like I, okay. I said earlier, I understand the message, what they were trying to do throughout the show with politics and, you know, the way the world is now and all that. But I immediately, like when I read, I'm like, nah, man, not, not here. Like it all felt so like, I don't know. It was some really weird about it. Like him just, in the middle of everything, everybody's just turning like, hey, hey. And then the cameras are there. The cameras are there. Like, like, it was it was weird. And then I thought it, it was Marvel. Like, you know, Marvel always has those moments. Like, we, we've talked about it where you're like, I see what you were trying to pull there. But for some reason, it just it just didn't hit right for me. I'm going to tell you what the reason is. It's tell because me. Anthony Mackie can't make you believe <laughs> in the good of the world like that. <laughs> We talked about this with Wonder Woman 1984 and like Gal Gadot's speech at the end, like people are good, abandoning your wishes, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, nah, you can't really be the one that like made me believe that. Like, you know, I've I've lived too long. I've seen too much. Your corny <laughs> ass is not going to make me like think, oh, yeah, people are actually good. And like, you're you're right. Chris Evans can do that. Robert Downey Jr. can do that. Like, they have that kind of acting gravitas or whatever. But Anthony Mackie, I like no. him in – I'm like – I like him more than Teeds likes him for sure. And more than <laughs> most people like him, I think. But he doesn't – he's just not the kind of actor that can pull off a speech like that and make you really, really believe it and be like, yeah, I believe in the good of the world. Like, like we talked about in the Oscars uh, podcast last night. Chloe Zhao gave that speech like after Nomadland won something and she was like, yeah, people are good. Like, you know, like it's amazing. The world is like so good. Hold on to all that good. I was like, you are just an amazing person who I love and believe because you like believe good things about the world. And that's important to me. But Anthony Mackie, you're not you're not doing that. You don't believe for a second. Anthony Mackie (laughs) believes what he's saying. (laughs) Even if he believes it, I'm like, you're not going to make me believe it. Like a, a, a group of senators who are probably the most image conscious people on the planet are not going to sit in front of a news camera and let a black man like talk to them like that. That would never happen. Like they'd be like, I'm not, you're not yeah. gonna we can have this conversation maybe behind closed doors. Yeah. We damn sure are not having this in front of these cameras. So they're gonna shut that shit down. They, they sat there and listened to them talk for like five minutes and they're like nodding their heads like so long, you're long, right. Long. You're right. Like, come on, bro. And don't give Anthony Mackie any more long monologues. Why? We don't have to do that. We you just did a good job. We believe him as Captain America now. Get this monologue the hell out of here and let's just move on to like, we don't have to do this monologue. It's- if you go back and watch some of the other, like, I mean, I they don't really ever have them besides, I think even Iron Man, like even when he announced that he was Iron Man, he just basically said, I am Iron Man. I am Iron or, Man. Yeah, or there's just a few other, like Captain America's, Steve Rogers has given those speeches, but it's not never that long. It just kept kind of, it was a lot of those moments, yeah. And, and there's immediately a joke afterwards, like Ant Man being like, "He's really good at that." Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, so there's there's that, or there's someone to bounce like Steven and Iron Man or Tony Stark are going going back and forth in their in their arguments. But this, yeah, just kept on going. And regardless of what you think of the speech and everything, like I love the messaging, but it was also sitting there going like, "There's just a dead woman right here." <laughs> yeah it's like literally right there yeah he said he like points at her once like she died <laughs> like wait, wait. Like, oh she's still laying there like, yeah. i'm not gonna do anything about it. can we extract the super soldier serum from her blood or like... <laughs> i just thought that was because so... we ain't got no more yeah. we ain't got no more and we need some more super soldiers 
I just, I just thought that was so like, kind of, it's kind of funny to me because it's just sitting there, all these news cameras are paying, you know, one of those reporters had to be like, um, guys, dead woman. Right there. Right there. Yeah. Middle, middle of my shop. Please move this conversation <laughs> somewhere where there are no dead people. Yeah. I just love the idea though, to each of the senators being like, Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> not, like, not, not, not here. Not here. I didn't gentrify. I didn't gentrify my district just to gerrymander <laughs> my district just to just to have this go on and lose votes. I don't know. I I just think I just think the monologue, while in the right place, could have been executed or shorter, at least shorter. And my at whole least thing that shorter, I, please shorter. Yeah, and my whole thing that I put on Twitter is. Uh, where the fuck was Spider-Man? <laughs> Where was he? You're in New York, Good bro. Point. Like, you know, this is post blip. You're not, not in Europe in yet. Neighborhood. Like, y'all want to, y'all want to pop out. Like you, you can handle Vulture, but you can handle fucking super soldiers. You just want to fight regular ass dads trying to make, trying to make a living. <laughs> you don't want to. Yeah. Cause, uh, far from home is after this, like chronologically in the yep. timeline, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Correct. So that yeah, that's not where Peter was. <laughs> He's just chilling in Queens <laughs> and just like, ah, I don't want to cross the bridge. He's just sitting there with Ame, like, uh, mm, that's tough. <laughs> Ame, can I go help? <laughs> All right. So we are doing uh that is uh well now Captain America and the Winter Soldier. But Correct. um so we are drafting uh superheroes from TV and film. So just our top four superheroes from TV and film. I'll be interested to see what Twitter thinks of uh, <laughs> of our choices here. But uh, let's go. Do you have an order, Dex? Let our guests go first. Yeah, I have Deontay, Royden, Tej, Dex. Okay. So we will get to that draft right after this ad break by Apollo Media. All right. So Deontay, top superheroes from tv or film not not from the comic books don't get mad at us people in the comments okay not from the comic books all right oh man so my first pick and i'll explain my pick because i know it's gonna get some slander probably uh this 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 goes back to to my days as a youngin playing video games and watching cartoons and the superhero that's synonymous with that is Batman because cartoons growing up, I mean, it was an animated series that that was like the first hero that was introduced to me. Batman um, had the game on Sega Genesis. Uh, I know there's a Twitter account, Batman slander, which yeah. is funny, funny as hell, but great Twitter. account. I, <laughs> I know I, I'm going with the dark Knight. That, anim- that animated series is great, but like Man. if the, if his, if he hasn't changed his tires in a long time, it's going to be a rough day for, for Batman. <laughs> if, the, if the tread on the, if the tread on the Batmobile is worn, one he's going to tire on the Batmobile. It's a wrap. Gonna change the fate of the fate of Gotham. That's crazy. <laughs> Bruce Wayne calling AAA. Like, Hey, I need you. I need you. Change my tire. I haven't had an oil change in 30, <laughs> in 30 months. Do you know who I am? Yeah. The, um, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I love Batman. Like, when I briefly was actually reading physical comics, Batman has some amazing comic stories, and Batman is just like an amazing film and TV show. The Arkham games, yeah, for sure, and like all of that. The Dark Knights trilogy, obviously, like 
Batman is dope. It's it's fun to slander Batman because he's just a regular bro. Ass dude. Bro, every time that that Twitter account, I, I think it was a tweet about him not being able to finish off the Joker and like a clown in some some circus shoes or something like that. But that that account is hilarious. Yeah, the Joker just being like <laughs> dude in Fenty makeup, <laughs> a purple suit. Right, like, it's fun to get those jokes up. But Batman is an incredible character, so I'm not I'm not gonna say to you for that pick. All right. <laughs> I got to go and uh, he's whack, but I got to go with the number one most powerful superhero of all time, Superman. Uh, he's not. He stinks, but can't, Kal-El? Can't, can't beat his ass, though. Kal-El, no. Can't beat, I can beat his ass if I have one green rock on me. <laughs> can't beat his ass, though. Martha. <laughs> Superman is so yeah, much we went, better. We went, we went back to back with the Martha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Martha bros. The Martha bros. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that my goat is on the on the table for me to pick here at three. Uh I I'm going I guess I'm going to take the current iteration of Spider-Man, which is going to be um the Spider-Man from Civil War, Homecoming, Far From Home. That's my goat. I love. He got beat up by a graphic designer. I love Tom Holland. He's the best Spider-Man. <laughs> All the Spider-Man tell the special place in my heart, except for Andrew Garfield, who we don't acknowledge. Um, <laughs> in the animated series too, but I just I've always since I was a kid, Spider-Man was always my favorite superhero. It was the only superhero I really like. Actually, sought out comic books for because I wasn't a big comic book person. I love Spider-Man, so I'm going with Spider-Man. He got beat up by a graphic designer in a in a suit. That's what makes him so cool. He gets beat up, but then he will always win at the end. And his villains aren't even like that strong. Like, but yeah, he's just a kid. So he's just you know? a kid. So they be whooping his ass, and it, and it works. <laughs> he goes to high school with Zendaya, and you know that's dope. Like I appreciate that. Uh, all right, Dex. So I'm gonna take the very uh, corny normie MCU turn here. I'm gonna go Captain America and Iron Man because. You know, like those are the two. Wait, did you just, oh, you have two picks. I was yeah. about to be yeah. real. Snake, oh, snake order. Yeah, snake Got order. It. So I'm going to go Captain America and Iron Man because, you know, Iron Man kicked off the MCU and, you know, was the backbone of it, to be honest. Um, obviously, he had the big moment in Endgame and all of that. Like, so, you know, he's the main guy of the MCU and he died and that was really sad. I, I, I cried all three times, to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Some and malware then, would take out Iron Man. Dun, 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 <laughs> malware. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love uh, I love C. Rogers as well. Um, I like I said, I love the first Avenger way more than Royden or anybody else does probably. And then the Winter Soldier is one of the best MCU movies of all time. I'm a I am Steve Rogers Hive. I <laughs> I love all that corny shit. That's America's ass. Uh, <laughs> And I'm glad that they fell to me in the turn. Real cap, not fake cap. Yeah, no, no MAGA cap. All right. Teach. I am going with my second favorite superhero of all time, uh, Wolverine from the X-Men animated series. He's just awesome. He's a great character in all the X-Men movies and uh, the standalone X-Men Wolverine movies. He's awesome. Just a great superhero. I'm literally counting down the days until Wolverine's in the MCU and I can die happy. Just let me live long enough to see Wolverine make his appearance in the MCU and you can take me off the planet. Just let me see that day. That's going to be lit. Very interesting to see how wait. 
Very interesting. Oh my god, I cannot wait. Or who they do that with? I, I was going to say who y'all think is yeah who is the best fuck is for that role. Him? I have no idea. I'm. I mean, I'm not up to date on younger actors because they got to go with somebody younger because he's definitely got to go be young. In, yeah. yeah, he's definitely going to be in there for a long time. But it's just weird not seeing like because Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, so like it's just kind of it'll be weird. Um, my next pick is also the most the power most powerful Avenger, strongest Avenger, Thor. Nice. And he really made nice. a big rebound because they were just like the first two Thor movies. Everybody was like, eh, do we really even care? And then Most come infinity stink. and then come even infinity war. We were just like, yes. When he showed up in Wakanda, even though those movies stunk, we were just like, oh yeah. That's yeah, the dude. It's all, com- it's all coming I was together. Realize, even though he had bad movies, we realized that Thor had the star power. Yeah, like in those, in the, yeah, we like in the Avengers movies. You're like, oh, this guy Thor, he's funny. He's got the star power. The women like the way he looks. Like, but those movies just stink. And they're like, oh, we just got to make the movie funny. Boom, yeah. we got a classic. Yep, one of the best, uh, the funniest MC. One of the best comedies we've said in the last decade. So. I love that movie. Deontay, two picks. All right, uh, second pick, which would be interesting to see these two characters interact. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with T'Challa. Black Panther, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. forever holding nice. it down, you know, uh, saying what's up to, to Bruce Wayne. I'd be, man, I, I, <laughs> I that, that would be a funny ass interaction. But uh, yeah, we, we going with Black Panther with the second pick, man. Um, and then I'm a backdoor with. He's very underrated to me, man. And I, I wasn't really a comic kind of guy, but watching the MCU, uh, this guy, you know, definitely helped save the the universe and i'm going with dr strange man uh okay Okay. i i really enjoyed that movie the times after i watched it the first time on the rewatch i enjoy it more and more um and definitely he's gonna be i'm excited for uh multiverse of madness man i'm going with dr strange it is crazy he he, he saw all the possibilities man and and he knew it was one this is one um i i am interested to see how that movie ends up being because it's supposed to be like a horror movie but also it has been a long time since that first movie exactly wasn't it 2016 17 somewhere around there it's been a while yeah that's just gonna be a horror movie. Sign me up. That's just gonna be amazing. I can't it's wait. going to be amazing. Shout out to the inventor. All TikTok dances, Doctor Strange. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, actually, the um, so on on that path, I'm gonna take the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Yep. You cannot I, beat my I, team. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying you can. And her her future is bright in the MCU for sure because she's about to be body and shit when she next on screen. I can't wait. Yeah, y'all can't beat my team. I'm sorry. I got I, I got the most power. I definitely can't beat your team with Wolverine and Spider-Man because you got <laughs> Superman and the Scarlet Witch. I definitely yeah. can't beat you. Nope. Um, I could choose Captain Marvel and then maybe I'll have a chance, but I don't want to choose Captain Marvel. Um, I'm going... <sighs> I'm stuck between two here. Um... I'm going to go with another childhood favorite of mine. I'm going to go with uh, The Flash. I love The Flash as a kid. None of those movies are any good. Um, I don't Which know if one The Flash has ever been... I, I'm, de- I'm taking the one from the DC animated universe because okay. that's the only one that's good. 
the ones in the physical movies have not really panned out yet, but I'm taking the Flash. I love the Flash. In reverse time, but he also was just getting his ass whooped in those DC movies. Just like <laughs> just literally just reversing in. time to get beat up in different angles in different directions. But... Yeah, and just tripping and shit like. <laughs> All right, Dex, two picks. All right, so mm, I mm, there's a lot on the board still. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to just play from the heart with my first pick and take Storm from the X-Men series. The nice. yeah, I just love uh Holly Berry. Uh and yeah. just the hard idea to, of that character. Hard to so, fight that logic. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be my first pick and then my second pick, let's see. Mm. We're going to go a little like I'm just going to play from the heart. I really like <laughs> Cyborg in the Snyder Cut. And, like, his, his powers are insane. So I'm, I'm taking Cyborg from the Snyder Cut. Again, some ransomware would shut down his whole shit. <laughs> Virus. But, you yeah. know, he'd be giving out ransomware. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, doom, doom, doom. <laughs> giving out ransomware, giving out $100,000. Hook me up. Sign me up. All right, Tej, final pick. He's easy choice for my last one. I'm choosing Blade, the Wesley Snipes version in the films. He's awesome. He's Wesley Snipes. He kills vampires. He cusses. What's not to like? Facts. Uh, I am choosing Magneto. Nice. From uh, X Men: Days of Future Past. I mean, he's kind of a villain, kind of a hero. So I think this. I think does this work? Are y'all good with that? Yeah, I will allow it. Fuck it. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dang, man. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, all right, let's let let let's end it. Dang. Let's 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 go with the Hulk, man. Um, nice. Let let we we okay let. We we know he got he got pieced up by Thanos in, in <laughs> he Infinity really War. Did. Oh my god. He caught some we, hands. He he caught the hands. You know we wanted the rematch. We didn't get the rematch. <laughs> this this is like one of those prospect picks. Like you you see the promise, you're just hoping that he can redeem himself down the line in another project. So I I'm I'm going on what the potential I see. So I'm going with with hope. Thanos brought the best out of him. It's going to make him better in the future. Yeah. It's going to be worth it. He's going to bounce back, man. Nah, bro. He had a tough, he had a tough bowl game, but he'll be, he'll, he's going to be a good pro. Nah, bro. Thanos gave him that fucking Kamara Usman. Man. <laughs> he caught that work. And like, I feel like that tweet comes up like every year. Like, man, y'all remember when Hulk got pieced up by Thanos? It was like, just so shocking, bro. Like, if you lose the one-on-one, that's fine. But the he the way he lost it did like he was just like no I'm not fighting him again like I'm done with that. I remember being like, in the theaters and like, cause Hulk was giving it to Thanos at first. Everybody was like yeah yeah, and then he was like, uh, when uh I think it was like Ebony Mar or somebody was like saying like telling everybody to back off. That's when I was like oh he finna go in. He about yeah, to he cook did. This it man, was like te- technique. Like he was in the ring. I mean, he was like body body <laughs> uppercut <Yeah>. jab. Boy <laughs> was in the ring. 
He, I mean, he got him. He got him with a one-two. He was shook, and he just yeah. broke this man down like a <laughs> broke like, his spirit, man. Jesus Christ, off the rip, like. And and then it was Smart Hulk and Smart Hulk. Nobody gives a shit about Smart Hulk. You know what was funny? Yeah, that was a, the other thing. It was like Thanos whooped him so bad, and t- he went <laughs> back to into- school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go home and be a smart man. Like, yeah. Thanos whooped him so bad he went and got his PhD. Um. No, all right. So that is uh, so funny. that is our Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode. Deontay, thank you for coming on late, man. We really appreciate it. Where can they find what y'all are doing with Duo Sports and stuff? Man, so first of all, thanks for having me on. Sorry my boy Dane couldn't get on, but family stuff with the baby and stuff, t- telling him no, how, basically. How dare he? <laughs> how dare he? But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man, we are on Apple, Spotify, all the digital streaming platforms, Duo, Sports and Stuff podcast. We literally, our name is what we talk about. We mainly talk football, but occasionally dive into other sports stuff. And um, we've had some pretty cool guests come on so far. We're like 40, 40 or so episodes in, but we've had some big time um, sports pers- personalities come on. So check us out, man, if you get the opportunity. Yeah, y'all's uh y'all's Jay Billow's episode was incredible. Man, sure. he he was amazing, man. I I love like he was just taking all the jazz at the NCAA. Like, <laughs> I love Jay Billis, man. I gotta listen to this episode. Yeah, man, do it, yeah, do it, y'all bro. Had, like y'all had, like Marcus Spears on. We had, yeah, and... we had Marcus Spears. The big uh, most recently we had Coach Mosley from um, Last Chance U. Uh, the basketball. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, man. Um, master Master Tesfasian from Bleacher Report. We had Legendro Jenkins, uh, Trey Wingo, Sickum. So Sickum. Um, uh, yeah, man. I forgot you went to Baylor. Y'all are yeah. getting uh, y'all are getting way better episodes than us. We just invite like our Twitter friends. That come on. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> no, no disrespect. Like you're one of our Twitter friends. But, hey, like, <laughs> no, I appreciate y'all for having me on, man. Like I haven't. I love the like because I'm not really the movie kind of guy, but every time y'all drop some MCU wise, I, I tune in. So uh, I'm thankful that uh, Dex responded to me and let me come on, man. Really appreciate it for sure. Uh, it, it, I mean, when I say Twitter friends, I mean just like, hey, my my friend from third grade wants to come on this podcast. <laughs> like you, y'all actually, y'all you have a you have a podcast and something to promote. But at first, yeah. it was just like, it just, at first, it was just like, yeah, my. Uh, my friend from Livingston wants to come on. Here. Like, <laughs> Some random guy left us a five star review. Let's have him on. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Do you really like us? Like, <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. No, nah, but man, uh, that's that's awesome what y'all are doing over there. Thank you for coming on. We yeah, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. And uh, so you can go follow us at the One Take Pod. It's the number One Take Pod on Twitter and Instagram. One Take Podcast on YouTube. One Take Podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google uh, Podcasts. So. Uh, Teeds, uh, the algorithm's working. Somebody was like, "Hey, you, hey, you sound like this dude on this working. podcast." <laughs> I got a text message that "Oh my god, there's this guy on this podcast that sounds exactly like you." And then, of course, she sent me the podcast, and it was me. So, yeah, the algorithm's <laughs> working. Make sure y'all rate, subscribe, download, and, uh, follow. Let's keep the movement movement. And thank you for being on, Deontay. We appreciate you, bro. Uh, already appreciate it, man. What are we doing? Hashtag support Florence Pugh, and as always. Shop Apollo HOU, Apollo HOU.com, promo code one take pod O N E T A K E P O D. Get 10% off the flyest Houston merch you've ever seen in your life. 
Like, if you, you don't know, like Houston, just buy Apollo merch and support the podcast that way. Just, yeah. just love us. And eventually you can buy One Take Pod merch on ApolloHAU.com. We will eventually make the support Florence Pugh shirts. But y'all got to listen, yeah. rate, subscribe, do use all that the promo stuff. code, do all that shit. I'm definitely copying when y'all do that. Awesome. <laughs> uh, again, thanks for coming on, and uh, we're out. Ladies and gentlemen.